you should mitigate your risk in those areas 100%. So there's extra steps that you can do to make sure that you're not going to be in that position. And that's part of the skill sets that you need in order to really grow your wealth that we discuss on this podcast. Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Hey everyone, welcome to Big Fat Real Estate Checks. This is Marco Kozlowski, your almost fearless leader with next to me, Francesco Galuccio and Gabriel Araish in Montreal. And we are <laughs> excited to share with you a topic that I've discussed here and there, but never really had a podcast on it. And when these two clowns told me about it, I'm like, yes, that's a great idea. Uh, it's on evictions because it scares the shit out of people and they're different jurisdictions with different laws i think you should know that evictions are part of the process it's going to happen it's not like if it happens it's going to happen and you have to be familiar with the eviction process what to do what the laws are in the area that you're buying in and in certain areas i don't want to buy property because it's so tenant friendly and in other areas i definitely want to buy because it's so landlord friendly and different asset classes have different rules as well so it's a very interesting topic that i think we can really uh, noodle around and have some fun with and discuss evictions but first since all three of us are canadian and i know if you're not canadian you probably don't give a shit about this but you should know what it's like in other countries just from a perspective of holy crap am i ever lucky that i you know i'm doing business in the u.s versus let's say canada let's talk about where we live well where i live duh, specifically in montreal slash quebec let's talk about the eviction laws in quebec gabe i know you know this very well so i'll let you lead on this one sure so yeah and sadly i know this very well but so the eviction process is extremely complex well in quebec specifically i'm not sure if it works the same way exactly in the rest of canada so if someone doesn't pay you here normally you need to file a request for a hearing to be able to evict them and that process is what takes time so you can file after a number of days so you can't file after two three or five days that they haven't paid you actually have to follow up in 10 days and then in theory it's after 30 days where you make your application and then by the time you get a notice of hearing it's going to be another 30 days or so and then that's just the notice of you know you're summoned to show up at this place at this time for the hearing and then you get your hearing and now a couple of things can happen there so Right off the bat, you're looking at, let's just say the person does show up. Yes, your honor, I haven't been paying my rent. I don't think I should be paying to live there. You know, then it's a simple eviction notice and then they have to leave. But that process could take 90 days. So that's three full months that rent hasn't been paid. Now, this has happened before where you get to the hearing, they show up and they have a certified check to pay you. So now the judge can grant them like a second chance saying, well, here's your money. They've paid you. This is your last chance. If this happens again, whether you show up with a check or not, you're going to be evicted. But now you're dealing with the same tenant again, that there's already riffraff with them because there's no more love relationship. This is all hate now. So it just creates a tenuous or a very tense situation, which nobody really likes. So the process is terrible. And then you have to expect that when the tenant doesn't pay, they're going to come with all the excuses in the world. And depending on what type of judge you have is what's going to you know, either help or hurt. So sometimes people could say, well, the place is not 
habitable like you know there's holes everywhere my toilet doesn't work this doesn't work and then the judge can decide whether that's you know on you the owner or if it's a totally separate thing basically you know i've had a good judge once because someone did do this to me and he's like well even though you know this lamp's not changed or this hole is not fixed that's a part of your rent so you have to pay your rent you can't withhold rent and then you have to make a claim so that things get fixed so I got lucky, but it could have been the other way around. So the whole process, as you can see, is extremely complex and difficult. Yeah. If they're on welfare, I have no place to go. You can't get them out. No. And if it's winter and it's cold, you can't can't throw them out. Yeah. And if if they're they're bankrupt, pregnant, bankrupt, you can't get them out. There's so many caveats to an eviction. You can't get them out. I never, yeah, I never checked on the job job part, but yeah, lost my job. Don't have any money. I have no place to go. Can't get them out. So it, could you imagine where you're not getting paid for 90 days, they spring, I'm pregnant, I have no place to go, or it's cold, and it's cold in Canada, like there's two seasons in Canada, you know, winter and July. You have a very narrow window and a very slim chance of actually getting people out. I've had tenants that have not paid for over a year and play that game, where the husband goes bankrupt, and then the wife goes bankrupt, and then that's released, and then they get social assistance so you can't get them out and then they just play that game for years and they're professional default tenants they know the ropes and ontario again i haven't evicted anyone in ontario but it's very similar where they file a notice after i think 30 or 15 i'm not even sure 15 or 30 days Mm. to a subordinate court they have the landlord and tenant it's a board that they call it the kangaroo court or subordinate court so they go there with a notice and in toronto i know for a fact you know it does take a long while to get a hearing and the tenants know that and yes they come with excuses that the property wasn't maintained or whatever the case is and even if you do win and get an order for possession you still haven't recouped your money so now even if the landlord and tenant board says okay yes gabriel you got to vacate the premises on or before this day just say this months later and you lost two three four five months of rent now you got to go to small claims court which is under 25,000. If it's above 25,000, you gotta go to Superior Court and file a claim, like a money claim against that person. And then once you get judgment there, which is gonna take you months, once you get judgment there, then it's up to you to find something that you can garnish or something that you can seize off that person. And the odds are, if they're not paying their uh, rent, you're, you're you not ain't getting garnishing your money back. shit. Yeah. Uh, so you're not getting your money back. So that's just lost, and they know that. It takes months, years. Yeah, yeah. 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 eviction here, you don't follow for money. I mean, it's the same process where there's an eviction well, California, but like you california is very similar collect. california yeah. is very similar to this yeah and you can't collect you have to actually that's a second step and this has happened to me once and i looked into it and it could take up to two years before you get a court date to be able to go and get the the money back or and just again that's going to be a judgment to garnish wages but if the person has no job then there's nothing to garnish and it's it's, it's just a lot of wasted hire, time and energy which is i'm know, getting i'm i'm going I'm crazy just thinking about it. yeah exactly <laughs> So it's a pain in the ass in certain jurisdictions to evict. So tenant-friendly states are a red zone for me. And if you actually Google, you know, tenant-friendly states or tenant-friendly areas, they'll you'll be able to pop up which ones are the worst. California is definitely the worst. Illinois is a bad one. New York, New York. as well. You know, yeah. those are three very difficult areas. Now there are ways to mitigate that, but that's not what this 
conversations about. There are ways to mitigate that risk for sure. And you should mitigate your risk in those areas 100%. So there's extra steps that you can do to make sure that you're not going to be in that position. And that's part of the skill sets that you need in order to really grow your wealth that we discuss on this podcast. And we'll continue to discuss on this podcast to give you as much value as possible. So let's discuss Florida, because I know you, yeah. uh, you just evicted Oh, we did? Oh, that's not our first one. We're not strangers to evictions. I know with the park, we... Uh, Are you uh, scared of it? Absolutely not, no. Were you the at first? At first I was, because I never evicted anyone in my life. I went to jail over one, because I didn't want to evict. Yes, I, we have a podcast was, on that, but yeah. anyway. Marco goes to jail, yes. Yeah, Marco that's, goes, uh, that's, that's a scary one. Well, the first evictions we did was when we bought the mobile home park, and it's fairly easy. In, in Florida, it is. You, you know, you give a three-day notice after they're three days late, and then I think you give them a five-day notice, mm-hmm. and then after that, you file what's called a complaint with the court, and they have, I think, 10 days to come up with what's called an answer if they're objecting to your eviction. And for the most part, if they haven't paid, there's really nothing there. They try to get the judge to, to weigh on their side if, you know, if the unit's not up to snuff or whatever, but they usually fail on that point because when you file a complaint in Florida, I don't know about other states, but you have to actually pay rent in order for that answer to be admitted into court. So if a tenant is disputing your eviction, they have to pay that month's rent into court in order for them to accept that, in order for the clerk of court so to accept So it's an that. escrow? It's yep. an escrow. Basically. And that's actually what happened now. So we did that a lot of evictions during the park, and within a month, they're out, easily within a month. So it's three days, five-day notice, then they get 10 days for an answer, nothing there, then you got what's called a writ of possession. It's 24 hours, the sheriff comes there, gun drawn out, and if they're in there, shit's gonna happen. Thanks. I went to one of them in uh, in Tampa, the first, first one, and yeah, it was a big officer that came out, and a sheriff, and he knocked on the window, knocked on the door, and he goes, Sheriff, he goes, I'm armed. <laughs> he goes, I got a gun. He goes, come up with your hands up, and then he had to like smash the door down. Because apparently the lock that I had, the key that I had, didn't yeah, work. Changed so it, he, yeah. yeah, they changed it, and thankfully no one was there. And you know, yeah, just stand behind the, the cop car. He goes, he goes, son, he goes, go behind the cop car, the squad car. <laughs> it's like, all right, I'm videotaping this shit. But recently I had one, an eviction. It was on a home. And again, not because the tenant wasn't paying. Yeah, they were late from time to time. They were in the property for at least four or five years. This is one of my earlier properties that we got. And because Florida, because of inflation, you know, the property skyrocketed in price. And like, you know what? We bought single families at first when we first started, you know, get buying anything. It's a little bit on the outskirts outside of, again, Tallahassee in Florida. You know, the tenant did express an interest to purchase the property previously. So, we're like, hey, you know what? We're looking to sell. Do you want to buy it? We'll give you a discount so we don't have to involve realtors and all that. And they declined. So during COVID, what we did with all of our properties is we didn't renew anyone's lease. And what happens when you don't renew a lease, we have a clause in there saying that it'll go month to month. And the reason we did that because it was a loophole during COVID where if you were evicting because of arrears, because a lot of people had financial hardship, they lost their job, whatever the case is, you couldn't. It was against the law, you couldn't. There was a monitorium in place, so you're shit out of luck. But you could evict to end month to month tenancy. So we kept everyone on month to month, and this just happened recently right now. And we said, listen, we're going to sell it. Do you want it? No, we don't want it. And we said, fine, we're going to sell it. And they didn't want to move. They go, well, I can't find a place till the new year. I was like, well, you're going to have to find a place. That's hard to believe because she wanted to be in that particular area, but you can't pick and choose. You got to accommodate, right? Because we wanted to sell it. We wanted to move over to something bigger. So what happened is we ended up selling, serving her a notice and the month-to-month tenancy in Florida. You just haven't given 15 days notice. So we served them on the 13th to exit on the 1st. So that was more than 15 days. That was a 15 plus two. And she didn't leave. 
And so we're like, all right. So we filed with the court. We got an eviction company out here in Florida. 600 bucks, they'll do everything. So we did that. And she ended up filing an answer, which is a rebuttal, which it didn't make any sense. She's like, you know, I don't have the money to move somewhere else, this and that. But we weren't going after arrears. That was a clear thing. And she had to pay the money into escrow because she wasn't paying us, but she had to pay in order for that answer to be submissive, to be uh, uh, filed, heard, exactly. And I had a conference yesterday, actually, over the phone with uh, with the judge. And she's like, what's the issue? And I'm like, I don't know. I go, we're trying to end month-to-month tenancy. We want to sell the property. We offered it to sell it to them. We're very lenient. We haven't received our, our rent. She goes, well, we got your rent because they, they had to pay in. I'm like, that's fine, but we don't have it in our pocket, <laughs> right? And she's like, yeah, I don't see no reason here. And then she just signed the order. So now I got what's called judgment. And um, that was it. It was just over the phone. And So what's next uh, now? Like next, this- Right now, because she just said she was on her own, the judge yesterday. She had all these cases. She goes, just give me till tomorrow, which is today. And she goes, just phone the clerk, send $90, and you get what's called the sheriff goes out with the writ of possession. So she'll be out by, well, no, it's two, but if they, they're not going to go today. Next Friday. week, sometimes yeah. they'll be out uh, on Friday, Friday yeah. or Monday, Tuesday. And they're right. The reason I did that is because the house, it almost. You got to get them out by Christmas. That's, you got to do that. <clears throat> well, my, that wasn't my intentions, right? <laughs> I'm not that cruel, but that wasn't our intention. You're Even not that though, cruel. Actually, you're you just, know what? This is exactly what you're doing. Yeah. Well, no. Frank, because gosh. It was, you're not the person I used to know. We were trying to, I know. We were trying to work with the tenant, and I guess she's not helping herself. And that's why it went through the whole month of October without anything. Look for a place, but you got to go. You got to go. At the end of the day, she did it to herself. I'm, I'm just saying that to tease you, but I'm the tenant had a choice to leave and not be in this position, right? right? And you're not serving the tenant by not following that boundary. And, you know, this is the boundary. This is what you want to do. Just go, right? So, and what, she had two, three months to... She had, yeah, she had all this time and yeah. we were being lenient in October, just saying, okay, find a place, this and that, but you need to exit and we'll give you the month of October. And then she didn't pay October. Then I was a little bit bitter. It's like, what the heck, man? Now she's not leaving and she's not paying. Unacceptable, unacceptable. And there's a long-term tenant. It's not- In this case, it's a house. So you have one mortgage with one house, with one tenant, and you have to service now that debt. And it's not fair to you, right? Yeah. So most people buy property with mortgages on them and you got to pay the mortgage and you you just got to pay it. If if they're living for free, no one appreciates something that they get for free ever. So they're not going to take care of the property as if they are paying rent. Now, in this case, they were to the court, but the point is no pay, no stay, get out of here. And it's just part of the process. And you've evicted tons. I've evicted, well, I haven't, but I've had people do it for me. The one time I tried, you know what happened there? That was a lesson I learned a long time ago. <laughs> That's the last time uh, you tried. <laughs> exactly. I won't. Now we said Frank. <laughs> I'm a fast learner. Yeah. But uh, the plastic. It, it's, I just go out for the show. I just go. Yeah. I never evicted on my own. I just go out. I went to one of them because I was just curious how they evict. Yeah. I, I thought it was a great thing. I, I flew down to Tampa just to see this shit go down. But the other ones that Linda, yeah, she evicted like two thirds of the park. <laughs> and I don't know if you know or so, not, but in, in certain ju- jurisdictions, if they do a certain amount of damage in the property, it's considered a felony or a misdemeanor. Up to a certain point, it's a misdemeanor. Up to another point, it's actually a felony. You can actually, while the sheriff is there, Press charges saying they vandalized the place. You know what? We did do one at the park, at the park in, in Florida. We yes. actually, because they could have the, stripped it too. Like take the fridge, they take things that don't belong to them, right? Hey, yeah. they've stolen this, 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 and that. Now, oh, now it's a whole new deal. And what can you do if, if there's a crime that's in your in your unit? Well, if there's a crime in the unit, well, there's insurance. Oh, that's what insurance yeah. is for. Yeah, right. we, had, we had a few of those. <laughs> so, but you're right. Yeah, one of them caught the kitchen on fire. It says, hey, I'm not paying rent. I can't cook. <laughs> they cut the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, that's the way they think. But 
That's, that that should be on their insurance too, right? Like not yours. They don't have insurance. Yeah, yeah. So this is on the park. They have language in there. They should have tenant insurance, which is really yeah. cheap anyways for their yeah. content. But you can actually force it. Wire it, yes. I think Allstate does uh, in Florida. All tenants have to get it. It's, 20, it's $100 a year. It's cheap. It's really cheap. Yeah. For the mobile home park, I just didn't think it was the clientele. We didn't enforce it. Yeah, we went through that strategy. We called the police and said, this is vandalism, number one. Right. And we were able to get insurance on there. That's not the intent. When, when we're taking out people or evicting them, it's, it's either, yes, they're in arrears and we need them out. There's a no pay, no stay policy. And that's what we communicate from day one to the tenants. We say, hey, we're going to improve the community. We're going to improve the park. We're going to improve the units, make sure they're safe and clean and, and, and affordable but at the same time it's not fair that everyone else is paying on the first and you're not and that's why we did that but in this case I did it because I wanted to sell the property before strategically before the end of the year for tax implications which sure. obviously I can't do now but mm-hmm. she put her like you said she put herself in this predicament she and she's gonna get I'm not gonna be there for that but I'll have my realtor go up or whatever in the locksmith but it's gonna be a shit show in the next few days up there. It's her choice though. Yeah. You can't be you can't feel bad. Like yeah. it really is her choice. You gave her ample opportunity. She made her own decisions. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how you have to look at it. And I used to really care a lot more. You know, we have no place to go, but at the same time I have to make these mortgage payments and I have obligations to pay. I have investors to pay because they're oh, the well, ones. That is you know, a, well, there is a private loan. Right. Yes, I do have to pay. You have I investors to pay, pay you have yeah. things to pay, and how are you gonna pay with you know, you can't pay with excuses. At the end of the day, the agreement is we're offering you this place to stay in exchange of rent money. You don't make your rent money. There's no obligation on me to service you. It's a transaction, right? That's all it is. It is. It is. As much as we do care, we actually care more by enforcing the rule than if you love your kids, you have rules. If you didn't give a shit about your kids, you'd do whatever the fuck you want, right? Yeah. But by having rules, it means you actually care. And that's how it works. And it took me a while to figure that out, at least for me. I know you guys are more ruthless than I am, but it took me a long time to really put my heart out of the equation and realize that I'm doing them a disservice by being lenient. Mm-hmm. It truly is. And they get used to doing that. And then they try to push the boundaries, which is not going to be good either. Should you be scared of evictions? Nope. nope. Should you know what not you're getting in into in the areas? <laughs> not in the U.S. Well, yeah. like California, it's impossible to get rid of someone as well. Yeah. Or Illinois, you know, if you're not careful, yeah. you don't know what you're doing. It can be a real bitch. Also, certain other jurisdictions, you know, it's it's different everywhere. So it's just know the rules, know the laws, know that it's just part of the game. It's part of the fun. And your management company should be taking care of that shit anyway. It shouldn't be you. So you're really removed from it if you do it right. So evictions are part of the game. Don't worry about it. And again, it's not like you're putting someone on the street. It was their choice to take the property. It was their choice not to pay. It was their choice. You know, if something bad happens, we get it. Shit happens. But that's called life. And it's what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And you have to be part of that process in order to really build character for everyone around you. And uh, that's that. So, guys, appreciate you. Gabe, Frank, thank you so much for being here today. Listener, like it, love it, share it. Appreciate you. And uh, help us get to uh, 10,000 five-star reviews, please. Write a review now. When would now be a good time to write us a good review? Right now. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Bye for now. If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for a life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to getdealsbytuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, this course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. 
Go to GetDealsByTuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.